Well, hello there. My name is Jan Burt, and this is my podcast, The Burt Not Ernie Show, where we talk about God's promises and the hope those promises bring to our everyday lives. Whenever I meet somebody new, I introduce myself as Jan Burt and say, like Burt and Ernie, since it's easy to confuse my last name with a different one. And almost always, people smile when they think of Burt and Ernie. That got me thinking. I'm a Burt, and I'm not an Ernie. But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Well, hey there. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to The Burt Not Ernie Show. This is episode number 73. And today, uh, today we're not going to look at just like one single verse, we're going to look at a few Bible verses, a few verses from the Word of God that I want you to um, to just make a decision, even right now, that you're going to just listen and hear what the Holy Spirit might say to you as I share these verses. Uh, let the promises of God sink into your life. And by that, I mean, um, let them sink into your heart. You know, the heart is the seat of our emotions, and we want our emotions. As children of God, we want our emotions to be governed by the Lord above all. We don't want to let our emotions lead us through life. That doesn't always lead to good places, right? You know, can I get a witness? Anybody say, oh yeah, I let my anger lead me this time. And uh, yeah, I'll never forget how badly that went. We want to let the word of God lead our emotions. Uh, we want God's word in our mind because that changes the way that we think. Um, you know, when we when the way we think changes, and when we let God's word lead our emotions rather than our emotions lead our lives, uh, we actually live differently. So God's word can change the way that we live. And I really am optimistic and uh, hopeful and actually like prayerful might be a better word than, than hopeful. I'm prayerful today that these verses will impact you in a really, really, really good way. Like a good way, a good way. Okay, um, I'm going to encourage you. Before I even quote the first verse, before I read it to you, would you just pray and ask the Holy Spirit to prepare you like right now uh, to just believe that his good promises are for you. What I'm going to share today is for you. Holy Spirit, help everyone who listens today to believe and then to wrap up listening to this podcast and live from now on, from here on out, like the things that you've promised Every single verse I quote today and every other promise, Lord, that you have made in your word to your people that you love so much that they would live believing them and live from here on out like they're actually taking place right now, being accomplished in their lives because they are. I am asking that in Jesus name, and I'm hopeful that you will just silently real quick ask the Holy Spirit to make you ready to receive and believe fully what his word says, not what I say, what God's word says. Okay, so, um, you know, that's what the Burt Not Ernie show is about, getting the promises of God into the people of God. God keeps all of his promises. I'm going to say that again. We need to hear that. We need to keep hearing that on repeat. God keeps all of his promises. God keeps all of his promises. He just does. There's no way he can't. I want to encourage you today to live like you know that God is keeping all of his promises to you, to your family, to your local church, to the church around the globe, because he is. All right, ready? I'm ready. We're going to dive into God's word and let's get some encouraging news in our ears, in our thoughts. 
Does that make sense? Like what we hear can become what we think about. Like, you know, you hear a song and um, it can be 25 years since you've heard that song and you know all the lyrics, you know, because it's like it got into your, you heard it and it got into your thoughts. You have it memorized. God's word changes our thoughts. So let's get God's word into our thinking today. First of all, we're going to start with some very powerful and also very, very hopeful words that Jesus spoke. Because, you know, there were many times when Jesus's words were so powerful and so hopeful at the same time. I love that. He's so good, is he not? Okay, I'm going to read from the New Living Translation for today's podcast. And first, we're going to look at Mark. So we're in the New Testament, Mark chapter 12, verse 27. Here it is. Ready? Jesus looked at them intently and said, humanly speaking, it is impossible but not with God. Everything is possible with God. Now, you've probably heard that in, you know, different different versions, different translations. All things are possible with God. But I just like the, the phrasing of the New Living Translation today, and it worked for all the verses. So that's what we went with. Jesus looked at them intently and said, humanly speaking, it is impossible. You see, he's not denying the situation, and he doesn't, he doesn't, um, He's not denying the validity, the difficulty of your situation. He may be looking at your situation today and and saying, humanly speaking, it is impossible. And then here it is the kicker, but not with God. Everything is possible with God. Mark 12, 27. Does anybody need that to become kind of their life verse right now? If you do, uh, grab it, grab hold of it, believe it, and then pray it and say, oh, Lord, it doesn't matter how impossible this looks to me, because with you, God, Everything is possible. So do the impossible in this situation. Why not pray that? Isn't that a beautiful prayer? Don't you feel like your load, your burden is lightened and kind of has rolled off you just by me sharing this tiny little snippet about that one verse? The reason you feel that way is because it's true. That's the Holy Spirit working and moving. And that is the reality of God's promises being actually lived out in your life. When you believe them, um, Man, can you think of the peace you get if you refuse to believe God's word, if you refuse to believe what Jesus said, I don't know how you're going to have the peace that he promised. He expects us to believe and we have no reason not to. We have no reason not to. Okay, so this is where we're going to start. Mark 12, 27. It is so, so important to remember when we are making the big, bold decision to really, tr- to really and truly believe God's promises, because I got to tell you, it is a big, bold decision to really, really, really Truly, 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 totally believe all of God's promises. When we choose to live a believing life on that level, um, you know, we don't base our belief on anything outside of the Lord. We're not trying to muster up more faith in our own strength. We're simply deciding that we will believe what the Bible has to say, what it has to say to us. And so this verse is just, it's a great reminder that you do not have to make God's promises work out in your life. You do not have to do the work of making them work out in your life, in your kid's life. You don't have to say, this is what God's word said. Now, let me see if I can get my hands on it and make that become reality. Let me see if I can manipulate here and control there and make a phone call here and send a text there and a guilt trip here. And no, 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 no. You don't have to make God's promises work out in your life, your kid's life, your workplace, your church. That Look, you don't have to. He does it. He does it. They're his promises and he keeps them. There are actually many, many things in life that are impossible for man, for human beings, for mankind, for wives, for moms, for employees, for church members. Humanly speaking, there's going to be stuff that is just not possible, but not with God. 
Aren't those words from Jesus incredible, but not with God? Think for just a moment about what our Savior is actually saying to us, to you, but not with God. Everything is possible with God. What looks different in your life right now when you think about that situation or whatever the difficulty in terms of what Jesus said, everything is possible with God. If everything is possible with God, let's bring God into everything then. Let's invite him in. He already sees it all, you know, in the in the broad sense of he is the creator of all, God of the universe. He's in everything already. But let's just actually, as his children, let's um, let's honor him enough to really live like we believe that he's in everything and working in everything and that nothing is impossible with him. Let's live, let's live that way. Never intentionally leave God out of anything. You want the Lord who makes the impossible possible doing all the things in your life. You know, am I right? So uh, bring him in. Don't intentionally leave him out. Pay attention to, to your thinking. Pay attention to your emotions and make your thinking, make your emotions obey the word of the Lord. Because by obeying, if you know, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll do what I say. Let's do what he says. And let's believe that when Jesus said, everything is possible with God, he meant it. He meant it. So get a sense of Jesus today, looking at you with intensity, intently looking at you and reminding you firmly, but with great love and great compassion, that it is not about your ability to make this thing fly. You don't have to make this sucker float. God makes everything possible, not Jan not fill in your name, do a fill in the blank here, God. All right, Psalm 37, 23. Psalm 37, by the way, tremendous Psalm. And I keep seeing people quoting it and talking about it and sharing it that the Lord just keeps putting it on their heart at this exact moment in time. So, um, you know, I think that's awesome. That's God. That's God. He's moving. He's working. He's doing things. So, okay, Psalm 37, 23 from the NLT, staying in the New Living Translation. It says this, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Wow. Just wow. What a verse. What hope. What assurance. This is quite a promise. God is promising that he will, will direct your steps. And guess what? You can pray this verse. You, I hope you do start praying this verse over your life, over your loved ones, your coworkers, your spouse, your parents as they age, your neighbors. Um, and, you know, just every, any and every situation, you can pray this. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. So you might pray like this, Lord, um, in this arena, my, um, my parents, my coworker, what, they're, not, they're not godly. Would you make them godly first of all, so that you can fulfill your promise to direct their steps? Reveal yourself to them, Jesus. Show them who you really are. Bring them into your kingdom. Save them from the punishment of death and hell. Um, you know, because Jesus defeated death on the cross and there's nothing left to fear, nothing left to fear after that's been defeated. So when people come into the kingdom, uh, there's just no more fear. There's, it shouldn't be there. There's no more room for it. What's left to fear? Nothing really, you know, the one really scary thing has been defeated. So Lord, bring them into your kingdom so that they can be directed by you because you promised to direct the steps of the godly and delight in every detail of their life. And for those, you know, that are in the kingdom, that are under the blood of Jesus, that are saved, pray this for them. Pray this for yourself. Lord, direct my steps. Make me one that only follows after you. You direct and I go. And thank you that I know that you delight in every detail of my life. And there's no part of my life that is 
set aside or ignored or trivial to you. This says every detail and Lord, you mean it. When you say something, you mean it. So, you know, you can pray that Lord direct my steps. I know my righteousness and any godliness within me is all thanks to Jesus, all by the power of the Holy Spirit. So Father, bless me, direct each step that I take today and every day until I walk straight home into eternity with you. Stop me, stop me when I'm near a misstep. Thank you for this promise of your guidance and direction over my life that will be a promise for me from now till my last breath. You know, it says that he delights in every detail of our lives. I mean, I know I keep saying that, but it's amazing. Uh, You know, guess what that means for you? Guess what that means for me? How does that relate to us living in this, this place of total belief that God's promises for us are absolutely true and are being realized on the daily? Well, you know, take every little and every big detail of your life to God in prayer. All of it. You can do that. You should do that. He cares so much. So talk to him a lot, often, all the time about all the things. And remember, keep on remembering he delights, not tolerates, not endures, um, not barely notices. He delights in every detail, right? So even when you think, oh, this is not maybe, um, this is trivial. No, he delights in that. This is, um, this part of my life is not that together. It's kind of a mess, He delights in every detail. You give it over to him and let him turn your mess into um, something beautiful for his glory. He delights in that. Okay, this is, it's a great promise. It is. And a great prayer verse too. And do we not need both right now? Yes, we do. We need promises that we can pray and we need to be praying the promises of God over people, over ourselves. And it's just kind of a declaration that we believe the Lord God Most High, above and beyond anything else that might be happening in the world at large or right next door or in our own home, our own workplace, our own church. We believe you, Lord. We believe you, Lord. So a quick side note here. Anybody else sort of feel like maybe like we're on the verge of just a huge prayer event in the West? You know, like like people are going to start praying individually um, as married couples, in families, in small groups, Church settings at work on college campuses are going to be gathering, um, you know, among their neighbors online even to pray. I have a sense that this is like right on the horizon. And if you feel that way too, um, you know, listen to the Lord, listen to the Holy Spirit as to what he's calling you to do as part of that. I guess, I mean, I guess you could say that it feels like there's a prayer movement coming, like it's being birthed very soon. So step into that. If he's calling you into that, do what he says, um, keep track of like write down, um, your prayers so that you could write down and like see when God answers them, memorize the word of God, put some verses in your phone that you can have ready at any moment to just pull up and pray. You know, this like, I'm going to, I don't care how you do it, you know, type it out, send yourself a note, um, make some fun images, find verses on Pinterest, save them to your phone. So you can go through your photos and just read them and pray them. Praying God's promises is really, truly absolutely amazing. Like it will leave you amazed again and again and again and again and again. So that was my little side note there. But you know, I'm just sensing that call more and more of a call to prayer. As we get closer to the fall season, it's September now we're getting closer to fall. And it just seems like this is a fall of prayer is what I think I'm hearing from the Lord. I know I'm hearing from the Lord. How could it not be? It's not Satan going to tell me that we need to be busy about praying God's word out loud, speaking it out loud as much as possible and believing for it. It's definitely the Lord. So I'm asking him to guide me 
Um, I have a little prayer group I founded on Facebook and I'm seeking to be part of whatever he's doing, where he's moving. And I think that since it's already there and what it's about is praying, I'm going to be, um, we're going to be praying a lot more, a lot more. And I'm just going to start there. So where can you start? Where can you start? It might just start with you having an extra 10 minutes of prayer time a day and listening to where he will lead you next. But if he's calling you to that, uh, be part of it for sure. Do what he says, follow his lead. Um, And you know what? Prayer is always, always a good thing. It always is, is it not? Okay, so maybe take a look also at what it says in Habakkuk 3 verse 2. Um, That's an awesome verse to start a prayer time with. Uh, But I'm going to let you look it up. I'll put it in the show notes, Habakkuk 3 verse 2. And I think I'll make that the Memory Verse Monday post in the next couple of weeks because it's so good to memorize. So Habakkuk 3 2. That's in the Old Testament. Okay, so the next verse I'm going to share is one that I think... Um, I think some people might feel like this is a hard one to believe. You know, they might be like, I can't believe this for myself, but I'm really hopeful that you and I can start today, if we haven't before, uh, to believe it for our very own situations, our personal lives. This is Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6, New Living Translation. It says this, so be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them for the Lord, your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Oh, wow. A lot, a lot in that verse, a lot. First, God says to be strong and courageous. And that sentence ends with an exclamation point. So it's like this. So be strong and courageous. Boom. You know, like he's, this is a declarative sense. He's telling you something with great emotion linked to it. And God doesn't do that all over the place. He's not like those of us who text with exclamation points like crazy. I'm guilty of that. Trying to make sure they know I'm really excited about this or um, my emotion is not, you can't hear the inflection of my voice. I'll try to add some extra exclamation points so you know how I'm feeling and it doesn't get misread. Uh, God isn't, he's, Look, he says what he says, and he expects us to just believe it and take him at his word. So when he puts an exclamation point there, he's not like me throwing it around, you know, and and (laughs) maybe too many at times. So, okay, so let's just do what he says. He, what does he say to do? Be strong, be courageous, exclamation point. Be strong, be courageous, exclamation point, boom. So I'm guessing you have maybe one or more parts of your life right now at this point in time where you can apply this. I know I do. So go ahead and apply it. Be strong, be courageous. How do we do that? By resting in the Lord and knowing in your knower, your heart, mind, your soul, with everything within you, knowing that he's going to keep his word. That's how you can be strong. That's how you can be courageous, courageous by knowing that God's going to keep his word. Don't be afraid. Think on Jesus. Think about Jesus and the fear will dissipate. Really, it does. I said a second ago that he defeated fear at the cross um, and he did. He did. He defeated fear. You think about Jesus and fear dissipates because you know why? Because he defeated it. It's been slain. Do not panic before them, it says. Well, them, of course, is referring to specific enemies of the Israelites um, after the Exodus here in in Deuteronomy, we're reading from. Um, So just don't panic before your enemy. You don't need to go into detail um, about, I don't need to talk about who your enemies might be, might not be. I mean, whatever the enemy situation is, don't panic. Do not panic before your enemy. And here is the reason why you do not need to be afraid, why you should not panic, why you ought to be strong and courageous. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. That is a boom mic drop statement. When God says he will do something, oh, he most assuredly will. 
You just be about the business of believing he will do all that he has promised to do. You be about that business and you let him be about the actual doing of it. He will personally go ahead of you. How's that for a promise that can give you some big time faith? Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Okay, and the verse ends with this. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. I'm going to say that one more time. If you zoned out, listen. God promises here he will never fail you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. No, not ever. He will not, and that's that. I've got a couple more verses to share with you today, and I'm believing that um, that they're going to encourage you. Encourage you to have, like, I don't want to just encourage you just so you, yeah, yeah, I feel good, and then like a cup of coffee, and then it wears off, and then you're not um, pumped up anymore. Not like that. I, I'm believing these will encourage you to um, live believing after you finish up with this episode. Okay, so two more verses. So, um, and if, if not, just listen again. Listen again, get God's word into your heart and mind and then believe it. Let allow, make room for, listen, this is serious now. Make room, make space in your life for you to actually be in God's word enough that you soak it in and you believe it. You believe it. Okay. So, um, I want you to be believing by the end of this episode, but I want you to continue to believe beyond a few minutes past the end of this episode. Let your faith grow in you allow it to believe more and more and more every single day. Give God some time in your life. And you know what I mean by that? You know, if you're pushing God out and you have no time for him and you're not spending time in prayer, you're not just being with him. uh, You're not in the word. Make room for that. Give him that space. Trust God more than you trust the news, more than you have fear, more than anything, right? I mean, we've got to do that. We've got to do that. Revelation 21 verse 4 still in the New Living Translation, it says this, he will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. This is a tremendous verse. I'm not going to deep dive into anything specific about it today, um, you know, other than to say we've had quite um, an 18, 19 or so months all around the world. This verse is a balm, a soothing balm, like an ointment that brings healing for those of us who know Jesus. This is like a key verse. It's mission critical to remember there is a day coming when all the tears are going to stop. There will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. It will be gone and ended forever. I don't even need to say any more about this verse from Revelation verse uh, chapter 21 verse 4, except that it's for those who know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. That's who this promise is for. If you do not know the Lord personally, This verse is not yet for you. And if you would like to know more about how to know Jesus, please email me at janelbert at outlook.com. And I will, I will reply. It is really so important to know the Lord, not know of him, not just attend church, but really know him. I'm not talking about religion here. I'm talking about a real relationship with the son of God, who is Jesus. Uh, And I really do mean it. I welcome you to contact me. It's totally confidential, totally non-judgmental just offering Jesus and how to have him as your best friend and Lord and Savior and peace giver in a broken world. And he will be that forever, forever. Okay, last verse for today, Luke 1, verse 37, New Living Translation still. Okay, it says this, for the word of God will never fail. Short and sweet, doesn't need any explaining. Great way to wrap up these verses I've shared today. No need for commentary. Just know that this is absolute and unchanging truth. For the word of the Lord will never fail. 
Anybody else need to hear that today? Take that thing, the big scary thing, and hold it up next to this verse, Luke one thirty seven. The word of God will never fail. You got that thing in one hand and you got this verse on the other. Does one seem bigger and one seem smaller? Yeah, because it's the truth. The word of God will never fail. Okay, so we know that's true. I want you to leave today believing that's true. God's word in your life will never, ever, no, not ever fail. It won't. It just will not. That's for you. Please believe it. Lord bless you today. Um, I prayed for everybody who listens to this episode Um, I prayed while I was on, I had an extended drive from uh, Kansas up to Ohio and Pennsylvania. I knew I was pretty far up north when I saw a road sign, an interstate sign that said this way to New York City. And I was like, whoa, okay, I am up here a ways. So a lot of prayer time. And I prayed over you. Um, Receive the blessing of the answer to those prayers because God is going to answer. He does have great things for you and he's going to keep his promises to you. And I have prayed for you that you will start seeing that happen like immediately, immediately. So, and I'm going to keep praying over this episode because we need, we need to pray for one another. We need to pray for one another. Live a life that's sold out for Jesus, like a diehard for God's promises kind of life. And just see what God might do in and through your life lived like that. You'll be amazed. Okay. You can find me on Instagram at Jan Elbert um, on Facebook in the prayer group. It is uh, just search for praying through the storm. Um, And feel free to join if you would like to get involved in some prayer stuff that's going to be happening. I am thinking that once a week, probably uh, on Fridays, I'm going to go live in that group and we're just going to pray. Every Friday, we're going to have prayer time. So um, if you're interested, search for that, Praying Through the Storm. It's an online prayer group in Facebook. Find me on Instagram, Jan Albert. Uh, I have a book, a devotional on Amazon, The Power of God's Will, 40 Days of God's Promises. And it's based on verses that have that word will in them. And then we just talk about how... Uh, God's going to do what he said he's going to do. So, um, and he does, does he not? He does. He does everything he says that he will do. And he never doesn't do that, which he has said that he will do. So you can find that on Amazon. Have a great day. I will be back here next week for episode 74 of the Burt Not Ernie show podcast. Um, thank you for joining me. And I'm blessed to be able to stand by faith on the promises of God's word with you, with people who also are standing on the truth of God's word, by faith, believing that we're living, believing lives. Um, There's a hurting world that sees you living a life of belief, and it makes a difference. So keep on keeping on for Jesus. I'll see you back here next time. Bye-bye. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show. It's an honor and a blessing to talk about God's promises with you. Have a fabulous day. And remember, part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Lord bless. I'll see you next time.